Good evening, junkies. Welcome into the week four recap podcast. Once again, I'm Michael Larson with the big brother, Jared Larson. I can't hear you over all this money. Overall, that we made you guys all this, this past money. Week. I totally flipped the script from what I did yeah. the week before. One and six in week three to six and one. Micah might be bipolar. And week four, I'm hit or miss. Week one, I was seven and oh. So I'm up and down. So basically, what I'm saying is this week, just don't even touch my picks. Just don't even. <laughs> don't, don't even come near them. Um, Should be interesting. To no, I will. I'll be doing my best to bring some consistency. So you did make quite the move in the. You are tied for one oh nine. Big time. Out of the two thirty one. And what did I say you were last week? Like two twenty five. I was like five from the bottom. Yeah, and I am tied for twenty second at Boom. thirteen and eight. The lead dog is a guy by the name of Irish Cadillac who's at seventeen and four. So this guy is just ripping the cover off the ball pretty much every week. And then uh, a couple people. So really I'm only one game out of eighth place, which would be in the cache. I have to call an audible here and hit pause because my son, I'm currently watching my son and he's <laughs> on the monitor thinking about freaking out. <laughs> yeah. So we're, we're going to get to the recap here. We're, we're closely time. closely monitoring uh, Hurricane Noah in, right. in the room across from us. So. And I'm, I'm in 261st place in the Super Contest as well. Boom. Which seems kind of seems terrible, but I'm picking 60% and there's like 4,000 people in that thing, so... We're fine. It's fine. <laughs> stretching, stretching out the lungs a little bit. That's right. <laughs> um, so if you hear any crying on the mic, you'll know that Jared will have to leave, and we'll we'll stop recording and then back. pick up from there. Yeah, um, bring you guys the candy. So so that's where the standings were this week. Once again, six and one, six and one. So that means we had how many head to heads or picks we together two. this week? Penn State and or sorry, Iowa and Georgia. Both so we're basically ten and two. Well, we had we actually I take that back because we had. I had TCU and you had Oklahoma State. Yeah, so uh, we're going to take a, a quick pause. We'll be right back. Noah. Got to take care of nephew slash son Noah. Crisis has been averted. No, it's uh, we. Not Jared, really. Dad, it's been like It's been like an hour. Jared was a, a, good, a good dad. He took care of business. But we were talking about um, our picks last week. So Jared and I combined 10 and 2 record. And our yeah, one head-to-head, Jared was right. TCU, of outright winner. Easy um, money. Twelve-point dogs, outright winner. Yeah, it was. Send it in. Not a good performance by Oklahoma State. They did have two offensive linemen out, which I thought they were only going to have one, but uh, the game pretty much played out as I expected. Duh, because you know Jared can predict the future. Uh yeah, which pretty is much why can. Uh, Ask me a surprise. It's hard to find a surprise when you're six and one, homie. You know you're you're talking to another person that was six and one, correct? Yes, I'm okay. Right. But All you right. were one and six the week before, so you have to have. And I was week seven before. and zero the first week, and you were like two and five. You were not seven and zero. No, the when we did the picks the first week, did just those count? No, but I'm well, just saying, I went seven and zero. Uh, they counted in on other places. Yeah, I think, and other I think accounts. the Browns were four and zero in the in the preseason. Yeah, they were. So. I'm just saying. Uh, Jared okay. acting like he's a straight up genius. I am a genius, certified. <laughs> Self certified. You know this, this is it. Jared, go through your three questions for that. Do you remember them? Off the top of your head, the certified gen- genius test. No, not a genius. 
Um, should be able to test people at all times now if you're a certified genius. What's the test? Didn't you you took a test to be a certified genius? Remember, it was three questions. I don't know what that was. I took the wonder like, and I'm a genius. <laughs> That's what they told me. That's what the internet told me. I took this quiz. I can't remember what it was on some site. No, it was like uh, John Nash shit, like drawn on the windows, like high frequency. I'm a genius, don't worry. Jared, Jared, what he's trying to say is before he started uh, working at Franklin Squared, he uh, he was a janitor at this college. <laughs> and he... I used to drink beers and he, at the bar. He saw this this math problem on the board bar. that like nobody, not even the professors could solve. And he just he solved. just thought of it. He just solved it off the top of his head. Didn't even need to write anything down. <laughs> are you are you quoting the plot? Is that, is that the plot of... <laughs> yes, yes, it is. <laughs> No, I, I don't know what you're talking about. That's just, that's my life. <laughs> that's like, yeah, right, dude. Uh, Jared and I are not wearing tuxedos, however. That's so. a great film. One of the greatest. <laughs> Probably the greatest. Uh, you want to have a thrill, play that film, and have our mother be with Jared. A hundred times you over. come hang out with us one time, Jared and I, and our mother. Watching this movie She's and like, see how disappointed yeah. she is. Only laughing at, uh, at a lot of these jokes. Um, so that's our version of the total frat move stuff, where people like shotgun beers in front of their parents. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen this girl? There's this picture going around. It was she was like, I was in charge of my graduation cake, and it's her doing a keg stand. It's like the center picture on the cake. <laughs> And there's the picture of her mom holding the cake and just the look of disappointment. Oh, boy. It is fantastic, which our mother didn't know what a keg stand was until about two years yeah, ago. So ago. Uh, we were driving back You're to the condo in Auburn. Yeah. And she goes, they're, they're holding that man's legs up in the air. <laughs> what are they doing? I was like, Mom, that is not something that we need to talk about. Um, <laughs> so... Move along. We'll move along here. We'll uh, we'll dive into, I guess, our our impressive and unimpressive disappointments, uh, unexpected. Are you starting or am I starting? Uh, I'll let you start. All right. I am going to go with most impressed UCF Golden Knights. Yeah. Um. Go on the road. If you look at all the other teams affected by the hurricane, first half they played like dog do. That was not the case with with you with UCF with the U. Uh, I only had one. I only had one glass of podcast juice tonight, and that was about an hour ago. Now so. he's drinking coffee. Now so. I have coffee because I'm an old man. Uh, came out and and really kept their foot on the gas. Scott Frost, uh, I don't think is going to be at UCF very long. No. Um, which is unfortunate because it's nice to see them good, but great coach, good program. Uh, they are unquestionably going to contend for the American, and uh, him versus Charlie, the fighting Charlie Strongs, uh, on Thanksgiving weekend should be should be a great one. So, I was most impressed by UCF. Beat a Big Ten team on the road convincingly after um, pretty messed up schedule over the last couple of weeks. No, and this isn't Maryland of like three years ago either, where they've just. Had a fourth string linebacker at quarterback. It's, I mean, this is a yeah, DJ Durkin coach yeah, team now that's squad. starting to turn the program around. Um, beat a Texas team early. Now I know you can go to the he beat, she beat, we beat conversation. Yeah, which I hate, but it's close enough. Yeah, so Maryland, good squad this year, and to go on the road 
uh, definitely shows a lot. A part of me is hoping that, uh, you know, if, if things were to happen here, although I think Gus Malzahn saved his keister a little bit, but a part of me was always like, you know, I hope that if we get rid of Gus Malzahn, I want Scott Frost. That's who I want. I hope to hire Bob Stoops, so I hope to hire <laughs> Gotta get him out of retirement. Yeah, retirement. Yeah, right. He's in Urban Meyer. <laughs> the Urban retirement. Meyer retirement. Yeah. Spend, back. Spending time with the fam. Yeah, don't worry. Um, my, I've heard he wants like Notre Dame. I'm like, you're an idiot. Why would you want to go Nobody there? Nobody wants to go there. Nobody wants to go. <laughs> my, I mean, I guess for me, I, w- I was really impressed with TCU. Now, granted, it was a home game. And oh. I, this Oklahoma State offense is... Very dynamic. At Oklahoma State. Was it at Oklahoma? Yeah. Oh, yeah, it was. Jeez, I don't know why I'm saying that. Rewind it, kaboot it, shoot it, give me Scratch a platform. That, rewind it. Um, What's that from? Willy Wonka. Scratch that. Rewind it. Yeah. Reverse it. Yeah, reverse it. You lose. Good day, sir. Good day, sir. Um, but uh, that was impressive to go on the road and win like that. Kenny Trill getting it done somehow. Some way, unbelievable. <laughs> just and really, like and, the, the, the cucaracha, Kenny Hill. <laughs> and I guess the other team I'm impressed with is Florida. I mean, how many times can you pull the same rabbit out of the hat? Fifteen and three. Fifteen and three since McElwain's been there in the SEC. Makes no sense. Clay Travis, KK Clay Travis, <laughs> said that he was he's the new Les Miles. I heard that this morning, and I was like, yeah, that's, that's pretty valid, pretty on point. Houdini just. The wild beaver. Hey, I watched that game. Uh, How do you put Luke Del Rio in the game? I had Kentucky money line, in addition to the spread oh. bet. So I mean, just crippling. Yeah, because and then they still almost made the field goal. I mean, the guy was probably three. If it or four wasn't yards. for a hold, the game's well, over. Well, yeah. The, well, you never know if he makes that or not. But he almost made it from like sixty-one. Yeah, I think he was three or four yards short. But yeah, the holding call. Eh, I've seen way Worse. more not called. Especially in a situation like that where Kentucky is clearly just trying to run the ball effectively into the ground, burn time, and then take a time uh, mm-hmm. take a timeout. I was surprised that they threw that flag. I mean, if you want to play it by the book, of course it's holding. I mean, the guy you grabbed him by the shoulders and there's holding on every play. Correct. So I just how this team continues to win ball games to me is absolutely mind boggling. Every year, they're they are inches from being zero and three. I mean, really. If they don't hit a hot... Tennessee was waxing that ass in the second half. And I think if they don't have a miracle Hail Mary, Tennessee wins in overtime. And then I would say they should have lost this game. And they obviously got the brakes beat off them by Michigan. 0-3. And McElwain's probably fired. Instead, they're 2-1. and And he's probably going to sign a contract extension a la Kirk Ferentz like next week. My gosh. I don't know how they do it. <laughs> And now they have Del Rio. I mean, why did, Del Rio was, was all jacked up because he threw a touchdown and someone was no one within 15 yards of the guy. Like, congratulations, man. That's the only completion you made the whole damn game. <laughs> it was unreal. It was unreal. Um, so let's hear your, your disappointment of the week. Uh, I'm going with USC. As I've said on this podcast many times, um, they should... I mean, they go up to Berserkly, and they should be beating the brakes off this team. They had they had the, won the turnover battle six to two, and they won by ten points with a late touchdown. So, 
Uh, they are on upset alert as far as I'm concerned this Friday night in Pullman um, because I just don't think this team, so shocker, USC is not up living up to the hype, the insane, <laughs> unsustainable hype that has come around Sam Darnold and that team. Um, I watched a little bit of the game, didn't think they played very well. Again, hard to be disappointed when you're 6-1 uh, and one in the week, but I, I didn't really like the way that they played. Yeah, USC's been... I just feel like this has been the case since they were number one preseason with uh, with the great Lane Kiffin as head coach. Yeah. Um, ever since then, they just can't seem to figure it out. For me, as much as I want to say Oklahoma State, but I already said TCU, um, I was disappointed by Oklahoma's performance, especially with Baker Mayfield being... Dropping bombs. Out at mid midfield pregame talking about, you guys forgot who daddy is, so I'm going to have to spank you. That's a direct quote. Yeah. Of him well, at 50-yard at line, which I love Baker Mayfield and I love his intensity. But if you're going to go out there and you're going to talk crap like that, you, uh, you I want to see a little bit. Him. Yeah, I want to see something. And, and so, Baylor, dude, so come on. Yeah. You got to win that a little We don't bit. talk about beating people, okay, at Baylor. <laughs> There's a lot of things going on. <laughs> There's Baylor. a lot of things you don't talk about at Baylor. Yeah, um, yeah, talk about that's just unbelievable. Uh, Bama beating the brakes off Vandy, not surprised in the slightest. Coach Mason, we got something for you. Yeah, I hit that live. I watched Bama go up four. I'm watching it on the setup. Uh, they're up fourteen nothing, and I just kept betting it live. Bet, 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 bet. Because yeah. I'm like, this is this is never going to be close. They're not moving the ball. They're not going to move the ball. Bama, if their backups can score, will win by 50, is what I said in my head. And uh, as I mentioned to you earlier, Tua, uh, what's his face? Tua Tagavaloa. Yeah, 8 for 10, 103, and two touchdowns. So, I mean, they, they, the back, Damian Harris, 12 carries, 151, three touches. I mean, that's just, you're bringing in the backups and you're still waxing that ass. That's, <laughs> yeah, how, Vandy, get back in the cellar. How about my, uh, how about my Pepto game of the week pick, huh? It was like which four, one was that? That I was forgot. UNLV Ohio State. Oh yeah, that almost uh, that was forty eight yeah. to like three at half. I was like, hey. oh, I bet can I, so Kansas was not on the card, uh-huh. the William Hill contest, but I bet them, and they had third and they were up. They were plus twenty five. They were up twenty two with like a minute left, third and goal from the two. <laughs> They stopped them. No, they oh. stopped them. I'm like, yes. I'm like doing the clap in the living room. They send the offense back out there. I'm like, oh, boy. And the announcer's like, and this game is all but over, but we have a few parties still tuned in closely for this play. He's like, fourth and goal. And then they sacked Will Greer. So I was like, nice. Because the field goal, no, it was 21, because the field goal would have been 24, and I would have won. But a touchdown, obviously, and that's what I think is so funny is how it's technically frowned upon outside of Las Vegas for sports gambling, but broadcasters, ESPN, yeah, College Game Day, that's all everyone ever talks about. Yeah, it's mainstream. Everyone just wants their fingers in it. Yeah. Everyone wants to know how they can get a nice piece of that pie. How can I get some of the action? Yeah. Exactly uh, correct. I want a demoni. So we're on to uh, we're on to week five. We're gonna have a we're gonna have the preview pod on Friday. Well, we'll have it on Thursday. It'll be out Friday. Q Bill Belichick right there. Yeah, we're, we're on to we're on, we're on to next week. week. We're on, we're on to week five. Yeah, uh, and then we will also have a special podcast Friday, which will be a little bit more long form of current affairs in the SEC versus current affairs 
in the ACC from a couple of uh, Seminole fans. So I, I was texting them over the weekend. I'm like, this pod just keeps getting better with you guys going further and further into the toilet bowl. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it, uh, so follow us on Twitter at pigskin underscore junkies. Uh, tweet us some of your thoughts. Tweet us what kind of picks you're thinking this week. Uh, maybe you have a Pepto game of the week. Yeah, and you can we tell want to us hear about it. it. I love some action. I'll, yeah. I'll Jared will ride with you. We'll rant and rave. Um, and then I'm at Micah D. Larson, and then that's Jared's at three putt par bogey. What are you now? It's underscore three putt. Underscore three putt. So Unders- now just, underscore the number three and then putt. So now Jared's just three putting. He doesn't know what the score. It could be triple, could be quad, could be birdie, could be. Well, right. <laughs> it's, it's like when I get on the green, you just add three. Yeah. <laughs> so I basically, I'm like, oh, okay, if I'm on in two and a par five, then it's a par. But if I'm on in three and a par five, then it's auto bogey. I'll never forget the first time I got on a par five and two. And I didn't want to ram it by. And I just, I duffed it. And then like I three putted from there, so yeah. I got a bogey. And uh, I was on it too. And uh, I was just like, I'm never playing this game. <laughs> I hate you so much. But uh, that's going to do it for our recap of week four. Three? Week four. four. I don't week even four. know anymore. Four, we're, moving, we're moving on now uh, <laughs> to week five. So once again, that's at pigskin underscore junkies follow on the us. Twitter sphere. Follow us and stay tuned for some a double podcast coming up here later this week, junkies. We're out of here. That's right.